I'm St. Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Flowers. Wait, did you say your name last time, or did <laughs> no, I introduce you? No, you say my name. Okay, that's right. I'm sorry. This, w- I, this will be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three, two. I'm St. Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Blowers, and this is Under the Influencer. A show where we sit down and have a drink with influential people in Tampa Bay. On today's episode, we chat with a radio personality and honestly, up-and-coming motivational speaker, my co-host for Scotty and Sam Mornings, Scott Tavlin. Thank you for being here. Look at this! (laughs) I've never been introed like that before. (laughs) I'm pumped now. Let's go. A few other things we, we discuss on this show. We do sibling rivalry. Last week, we discussed Oreos. Today, we will dive into breakfast sandwiches. A healthy debate for sure. Yes, yeah. and we're going to talk some new places opening around town, places we've been to. And make some espresso martinis. Yes. That's all coming up. So I think we should dive right in to Scott Tavlin. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) First of all, this feels so weird. (laughs) Like, I've been to you guys' studio a handful of times. Mm -hmm. And like now I'm like, here, come to our attic and talk into my computer. (laughs) It looks nice. There's nice wall art, plants. I'm sitting next to a beautiful plant. Yeah, it's nice for me because I never talked to you on a mic outside of that building. It is a different vibe. When you do it outside of like literally your just typical day by day, it's such a different vibe, which I like it. It's more relaxed. I'm literally sitting on a couch. Yeah. Just chilling. I, I love that I have both of you here like when your job is talking and I'm like, would you mind talking for another hour or so with me? <laughs> I love talking. Like yeah. legit, I love it. As soon as Sam was like, oh, you want to come do the podcast? I was like, Absolutely. Like, I love this kind of stuff. You are the guinea pig because we want this to be a podcast featuring, you know, important local people in the Bay, and it doesn't get more important than you. Okay, yeah, right. (laughs) You just wait till who comes in here. But I'll take it, absolutely. Keep firing me up. I just, as Max was talking about, as you're bringing in influential people, I was like, oh my God, do you consider me that? That's you. Yes. Also, I was embarrassed to ask anybody else because we're just starting out. Well, (laughs) I'll be honored. I will lead the charge then. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And we always include a cocktail. So uh, I asked you before you came over, what is your go-to drink so we could have it made by bartender Max Blowers? And it is... An espresso martini. Oh. You thought I was going to say espresso. I know. It's espresso. We talked espresso. this morning about how that bothers me. I love it because I'm a huge coffee fan. Any morning, any evening, it doesn't matter. I want coffee. And if you put one with a little bit of uh-uh in it... Mm. That's what I want. A little espresso martini. That's my go-to. I am the same way. I'm like coffee-flavored anything oh yeah like, ice cream in it all ice cream was a uh, coffee ice cream my favorite flavor oh, yeah like coffee i thought max was weird for that growing up like what it's literally the best there's i can't all like, these other flavors go <laughs> there's this place bright ice and we go there i have like a little rewards card i've never done that for a oh place before gosh. but they have so many flavors but every time i always go back it's coffee ice cream every time they're like oh you want to try nope 
I don't because I know what I like and I know I'm not going to be disappointed by it. So it's always the coffee ice cream. Always coffee. I used to, as a kid, I used to go to Cold Stone yeah. and I would get coffee with uh, Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's me over there like, put all the shit in it. Put a birthday cake in it. <laughs> put a whole cake in my Cover in frosting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to make espresso martinis. I love them. And I think they are just such a, like... Pure, perfect cocktail. I don't know what you do, but you make it so good because there are places around like St. Pete and Tampa Bay that do it good. Some do it better than others, but I don't know the difference between like you making it because even the other day when Monica, my girlfriend, and I went over and saw you at, what is it, Good Intentions, Mm -hmm. I was blown away because we've had good ones in the area, but that, I don't know what you do. I don't know what it is, but it was good. Like it, good, good. Well, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I toot toot. Couple things that, <laughs> that I do, I think, are pretty special. One, you you really have to use fresh espresso. Like that's, you know, you can use like an iced coffee mix or something, mm. but it's never going to be the same. And using fresh espresso is how you get that like really foamy, pretty top. And also, I make my own coffee liqueur at work. Oh, oh. so it all came out of one day, like. Uh, there's this one liqueur that we were buying all the time and we could not get it in stock and it was always in and out. And I was getting so frustrated because I was like, I'm running out and I don't have anything. I have to can't make this drink that everybody wants. So one day I was like, I think I can probably make this and inspired by TikTok. Mm -hmm. Damn. I found a way to use wasted espresso. So every time we make espresso in the restaurant, I save the little like cake from the machine. Look at you upcycling. Upcycled (laughs) coffee liqueur. Upcycled. (laughs) And it's true. I put, um, you mix that with sugar, water, and your spirit of choice, and it just like sits for two days. Coffee liqueur. Who knew? Wow. That is a secret. That's like, I don't know if you should reveal all of that because that's like KFC with a chicken. Yeah. I mean, I like that, people are going to copy that because it's good. It's, I, I will say it's easy to make and I won't gatekeep it, but I won't say my specific blend mm. on how uh, I do it. That's the part you're holding out. I do think the problem is with them sometimes. They go heavy on cream, sort of to compensate. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, my stomach. I can't. That's going to be a bad time for me at 10 p.m. (laughs) Oh, in in its purest form, it should not have dairy in it. it. It should just be. I believe it was Kate Moss, the model. Who oh. is partial, partially to blame for the birth of the espresso martini. Really? Apparently, like, after a show or something. This is all hearsay. I don't know if it's true or not. She went to a bar, and, and the bartender asked what she wanted. And she was like, I want something to wake me up and something to fuck me up. Oh! <laughs> okay! And... <laughs> And, and that so, really describes it well. And so was born the espresso martini. Okay. Well, let's get anyway. into yes. Let's get into more why you're here and and what this is all about. It's called under the influencer because we want to know what it is you want to bring to Tampa Bay. I think I have a pretty good idea, but Mm. let's start at the beginning. Mm. How you got the bug for being on the radio. Being on the radio and getting this thing kicked off. Yeah, I mean, for me, it started when I was at USF, the school here. And I didn't realize I wanted to do this. I didn't realize I wanted to be on a mic, but I got involved in a couple different organizations. And one of those organizations was orientation. 
when you go to like any school, even middle school, high school, like you have orientation. It's when you're stepping in and at USF, they have orientation leaders, some students that have been around for at least a year that could show you around, talk to you, give you advice. And some of them suck. No offense, USF. I know who you're calling out with that <laughs> one. Wow. But like, I guess with any of them, yeah. yeah like there's going to be some. You want somebody high energy and like passionate because you could, you could be on that tour so bored. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I fell in love with it that moment because when I was going to USF, when I first got accepted, one, I was like, happy just to get accepted into college. I mean, it's not like I was going to get accepted somewhere, but you know, I got rejected a couple times and I was just feeling so defeated. And so when USF came through and I went to orientation, I saw how hyped these students were giving us all the good stuff. I was like, that's awesome. And I was ready. Got all the gear. When I went into school, I was going to be a physical therapist. I had the science brain kind of going on, oh. football background, and I loved working out, but I was going to classes and I just was not interested. I would go there, fall asleep, legit. I would try to sit in the front row, be studious. I would fall asleep in front of professors. They would stop the entire class and be like, sir, you want to wake <laughs> oh, up for this? No. Sir, sir, are you there? <laughs> yeah. are, are you okay, sir? I'm like, oh, I am. Oh, wow. But in that first year, I decided I'm going to go ahead and apply to be an orientation leader. And it was the greatest experience ever because I got it. I went through the interview. But what happened was I started surrounding myself with just insanely great people. And they were the ones that really kind of helped uncover who I am today, getting me around different diversity settings, getting me in different conversations. And one of the things was being an orientation leader. I was able to just fully be myself, energetic, really weird, funny, all of these things encompassed in one and to just rush up the process really quick when I did that summer as being a leader and getting on stage and speaking on stage, it was literally like electricity. And I didn't know what to do with it, but I was like, wow, I love this more than anything. <laughs> it is fun. I think when you get in front of a big crowd, there's the type of people like us. I mean, you are in theater who like eat it up. You're like, oh. this is fucking cool. It, it, and then there's people who it terrifies them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think at first I was, you know, I didn't know what that feeling was because I didn't react immediately. I just knew, man, I love being an orientation leader. Okay, I'll go back to my other classes that I was doing. I was on the mic a couple times, but... One of my friends eventually like pushed me to like change my career. Go switch it up. Eventually, I went for like some in the teaching field, like physical education. That didn't go well. I think I went through like a depressive semester. It happens. It happens. <laughs> but what ended up happening is it sparked another conversation was, why don't you get into communication? And I was like, oh, that's a good thought. Let me step into that. I'm about my third year. But that's when a friend told me that we have actually what we call Bulls Radio, a radio station on campus. Oh. And it was like explosives went off in my head. I was like, what <laughs> in the world? I could have a show where I could tell students what's going on. I could bring these student issues to life. I called up my best friend who was going to be joining me at USF that year. I was like, we got to start a show. And I kid you not, like I got a tour of the studio. And as soon as I walked in the studio, it was like somebody slapped me in the face with passion. It was like, that's it. That's my dream. I saw the headphones, the microphone, the board. And I was like, I know what I want to do. I know what I need oh, to do. And I would spend more time working on the show than any homework assignment, any test coming up. I would just be in the studio working on different production things, different bits. And we had a show like for an hour a week. That was it. But I would put so much time into it. I loved it. I loved every second. And that kind of led to what I'm doing now. I love that. So it's not so much like the radio created this crazy energetic person that you, we all know you are. It's like <laughs> yeah. the radio was the vessel for that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like when I went through school, like that was where I got surrounded by the people that like just helped uncover me. Cause I was in different settings. I've always been energetic and in leadership roles, but I wasn't able to fully be myself because prior to that it was high school. And the most leadership I got was high school football, which it's different vibes. I mean, I'm still a leader, but I'm more of that, 
I guess that typical man role of, hey, we're going to do this, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I could still do that. I could still be my goofy self. But it wasn't until, like, I could get on stage and, you know, start twerking on stage. Twerk, twerk. I, you know, I want to make people laugh and all these things. But people, like, hyped me up for it. And they loved it. And what I discovered is by doing these things and by being my true authentic self, I could help others break out of their shell. And I loved yes. it because I would get hired to do the homecoming hosting and all these things around campus. And that was the goal. I'm going to be the weirdest dude on stage. So you have the best time. Right. I don't want you and to you don't feel weird because that guy's weird enough for all of us. Literally <laughs> my I'll make a fool of myself. Yeah. So you don't have to. Exactly. I wanted people to be comfortable because I knew I remember growing up and just always feeling like a little bit of the outcast, a little bit of the person that didn't fit in the room. And I didn't want anybody to have that feeling. If I can make you feel more comfortable in a room, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Like that is truly like the goal at the end of the day. And that's why we do the, the morning show. That's everybody belongs at that table. Like I know yeah. there's shows and things that go around the entire country, the world doesn't matter that try to like exclude certain groups of people that try to make you feel weird. If you like this or that, I'm like, screw you. We're all yeah. just trying to survive and yeah. get through this day to day. So if you are somebody that feels like it's like a little off or you're a little, you're part of our circle. We're all just trying to get through. And being on a morning show, like, you guys really are, like, people's best friends in the morning. Like, you're their mm -hmm. commute, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Sometimes what I think blows my mind is we have a lot of, you know, very active listeners mm -hmm. that, that call, that follow us on social media. But then I start thinking about all of the inactive listeners, like the ones who it is their habit to listen every morning, but maybe they don't call, maybe they don't follow, but they are listening to us every day because it's easy. It's radio. We're right there. When you really start thinking about the scope, it is a little mind blowing. You're like, Oh my God, it is. Oh, when you get stopped <laughs> in the middle of a grocery store and it's like, Oh my God, me and my kid listen every morning. I'm like, Holy oh, crap, I forget. Wow. Like, you know, you get so used to just being in the studio. It's and being me, feeling Sam, alone in the there, show. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, yeah, we are, you know, in the top 20 biggest markets in the entire country doing a morning show, which was, you know, at one point, literally just a dream. And I was like, I wonder how this is going to happen. And here it we is, are doing it. It's kind of weird how we sort of winged it. Like, you were in there alone. You know, we really do have Miguel to thank, though. Oh, absolutely. In, in, in part, because he was the one. I, I'm sure I can say it now, but it was at his wedding where he was like, Scotty and Sam mornings. Hey, you never know. Oh. And I was always thinking. And I was like, at the time I thought me, I have never been in mornings. I've never been on a true show. I've been alone in a studio for five years. Like I, I kind of like diminished it for myself. Like, no way. Like that's well, not. He, he and Holly <laughs> had the morning show before you guys. Yes. And you were producer, then kind of third mic, yeah. and then kind of... For like four years, yeah. yeah. And then when they left, it was kind of like, what now? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of like when you break up with somebody, you're like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> well, now, you know, and I tell people this because I watched religiously, and luckily, like, Miguel and Holly, like, were my best friends, and they're doing great things in another market now, but I watched so intently. And when I first introduced myself to them, I was like, teach me everything not because i wanted them to leave and to take their job but because i knew in the back of my head if i was ever to get thrown in a position i want to be ready to go right. yeah. and i knew as soon as they left i was like, let's go like i never went to our boss and said i don't know if i can do it i don't know take it no i was like let's do it i'm here here we go don't move anybody no i'm here let's mm -hmm. go i love that and then i was like a couple people suggested it to me going for mornings and I, at first i was like so timid i was like can i do that it's can intimidating I do that and then i started coming in with you for like a little bit here and there and then I was like after much thought okay I'm gonna just say it I'm gonna proclaim it at work I'm going for mornings and it was what our, our old ops manager he was like it's okay to want to grow 
Like it's okay. And it, I don't know. It, it felt so big at first. And I was like, okay, you're right. It's okay to want to grow. And then here we are almost a year later. And mm. it's, I think it's a better product than ever. I think we're, we're constantly refining it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as long as you have that growth so myself. Yeah, I mean, not what I'm like. You talk about toot tooting their own horn. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> but, I like that side of it because I think when you think back of like when you first started and I think back to when I first started, I knew that this was not the final product. I knew when I first was in there alone and I bring this up with friends all the time. I remember the people that gave up on the show. I remember the first week and reading comments and people saying this is not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. There's always going to there's always going to be that Absolutely. person no matter what. And that's yeah. why like I knew it was coming and I knew at the back of my head I was like you just wait because mm-hmm. as soon as this thing gets going, as soon as we get a little more comfortable, as soon as I get the vision that I have right now, it's going to be off and just running smoother than ever and that's what it is now. It's like when you first came in, of course, it's so nerve-wracking, and you're, like, stumbling over words, and you're like, ah. Like, I could be tighter here. I could have been more concise the way I said that. You start, like, getting so in your head because you you feel it. I mean, mornings is a big animal, and you just want it to it's be right. It's a lot right. happening. <laughs> yeah. A lot happening behind the scenes. But, again, you look back, you're like, damn. Yeah. We're so much further than where we were, and that's the goal. And that's having the trust in the process to be like, I know I'm going to get there. It's just I got to go through this mud first, and I got to get used to the mud, then get out the mud. Get people be to right. believe in oh. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there anything particular you'd like to hit? Um, I have a dig into me. Um, deep behind the curtain question for the radio, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Do you ever get tired of hearing Ed Sheeran? (laughs) (laughs) I love Ed, personally. You know who I get tired of hearing? (laughs) The Weeknd. Oh, okay. That's another. I just feel like there's a few. Okay. I have to be honest. Just just shooting the shit here for one second. I'm like, I just feel like there's certain artists that don't necessarily have an album out or have anything going on, but they're consistently played. I have no idea. Is I there don't know. science? Bu- is there science there behind is that? Science apparently, behind apparently it. I'll put quotes up. Apparently, because yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of things we don't play that I think we should play. I know, but I guess I'm wrong according to research. It's so hard for us because we get such a huge dose that it's never the right perspective. Because if you ask me, there's so many things I'm sick of, but I know that somebody only in their car for a 15 minute commute has isn't been waiting sick to hear them. that yeah. song. I just find I always find that interesting, and because I'm like, gosh, this plays a lot. And I remember when you first started, you thought the computer was broken because like <laughs> one song was listed like five times in an hour and to play. <laughs> it was something crazy. <laughs> it was supposed I was like, to be I like don't that. No, it wasn't in oh, an hour, but it was just a hour, lot yeah. because I, I was so new to radio, yeah. I didn't realize like. No, it's it's normal for the same song in like the power category to play twenty times in a day. Like that's normal. Well, I will say I'm loving that you guys are throwing like a lot the more throwbacks. throwbacks into the mix lately. Oh Absolutely, God. yeah. I mean, what the heck? I mean, you go back just even five years. I mean, it hits everybody's generation. Just ten years ago, like that was like your time. And I think, I mean, honestly, I really think music was better then. I sound like my grandpa, but like. <laughs> I think it was just a different energy. Like twenty Back in my day, we 2005 had to 2013 was just like rager. Like yes. let's freaking club. Let's party. Absolutely. Let's rap. Let's shake that ass. Shake that ass. And the problem now, and this is where the music, you know, again, I'm sure it's somebody's favorite song, so I'm not going to call out a specific song. No. But like there's so many like, meh. 
Yeah. Vibey, slow songs. And I'm like, if I was driving to work, like, I, this is not what I want to hear. I want to hear us like, like, I want to hear shake my ass. every time we touch. I, I know. That one is good. I been, love that you guys are playing that I right know. now because I, that comes on and it's like I ascend through. Exactly. Like, How about Genuine <laughs> Pony? When we play that, I'm, I'm like, go up. I hump the desk. Like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> have a question for you please bring it all inside question what has been the moment on air that you regretted the most oh my mm. gosh something that question. came out of your mouth that you were like fuck i should have never said that <sighs> oh. <laughs> that's good i mean I, I, I my head right away and this isn't a specific but when i first went through my breakup like back in like I get 2020 like I was very public about it and I said things that I just I just didn't even really I was speaking out of emotion instead of being like thoughtful about like then person and their family would listen and she was not happy about that and yeah. I felt I feel bad now but at the same time like I know where I was in my head then and I felt you know very hurt and very misunderstood and so I went off I mean I definitely went off I remember talking about how the breakup happened and I had talked about I was hurt by the way I found out she was talking to other people. Not oh. when we were together, but just afterwards. It was like a month after, and I think I saw some ish, and I was like, oh, my God. And I went on the air. I was like, this, this oh. bitch. <laughs> or there was also a time. Okay, this was a good one, because this got me in a lot of trouble. Like, I guess I could talk about it now. It's been years. <laughs> I remember, like, we were just, I just had these, like, thoughts in my head that, you know, there's a guy that was getting too close to her. I really did. I look back and I'm like, I was right. I was absolutely right. There was like gift giving. There was weird study sessions happening. And oh. I would, I went on the air and I brought it up. I was like, how do you guys feel like this? If you, somebody gave your significant other this as a gift. And I just went on. Cause I was <sighs> so upset. Like on the air, it was upset, but it was in real, real life. I was so upset. And I was so hurt because I felt so misunderstood by her not understanding me and then not getting answers and never having it cleared. So my brain had to just go to conclusions and maybe I was right. Maybe I was wrong. But I mean, it wasn't a coincidence that we broke up just a couple months after. Like, <laughs> I don't know whatever happened because I unfollowed and blocked immediately. And I wish them well now, but I was just hurt yeah. then. Was, yeah. I was going through a lot of shit in 2020. Like a lot of shit yeah. as we all were. Like it threw the whole mountain at my ass. It's so interesting because there is such a portion of your job that you guys have to somehow you be relatable and open up kind of to the world yeah and it's uh, it can be hard to find that balance i guess like, I know. Yes. you know and i've had to learn that this year i think i'm still very i'm still overly cautious that there's still times i feel like i'm i'm a hesitant to bring something up because i over i'm an overthinker shocker <laughs> <laughs> you so say what <laughs> So I get so in my head, like, cause we'll talk, we'll talk about stories that are going on in like my friend groups. And I'm in my head, I'll get to this point where like, oh my God, they're going to listen. They're going to be hurt that I, when in reality, I'm like not using their name. They're most likely not listening. <laughs> and but it's a story have to, you have concocted in yeah, your head. That like probably doesn't up, work. And yeah. I just need to get to a point where I can like be more open, but it is crazy how fast the audience reacts when they don't like something. Cause like. I think the only time people really came for me was when I said I throw blues poop in other people's trash cans. <laughs> so those little ones. Oh, you think you pissed off the dog people? People were so, 
No, not the dog people. The people who like the get off my lawn, oh. like my gar, not my garbage can. Not, my, not in this economy. <laughs> they were so mad at me, oh, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, like where do you want it? The yard? Like I'm supposed to like tell him to put like, it in your own I'm trash can? To carry Thank it you. three miles home?" <laughs> and you know, this actually reminds me of something that I found really funny that I learned about the radio when I came to visit you guys one time is that phone is like a direct line. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember sitting in there one day and you answered the phone to some woman who could not figure out the website to get tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was like, damn, she just called the radio and they answered. <laughs> I know. And we'll be like, how you doing? I just, you know, I, I assume there's like a secretary yes. or somebody screening. It's like, oh, the phone's ringing. Let's no, see. you can find our number right online. You can I call know. up right anything. People call up from like other places in the country thinking that we're their direct line for something. I yeah. love I'm like, ma'am, no, we're in Tampa Bay. They're like, oh, oh. Like, you guys have a direct line yeah. to the people. I think when you're a kid, it feels so big. I remember being a kid <sighs> and like having an old school boom box in your room and you would just have the radio on, it felt so big. It I, felt like this. The, they were celebrities. They were untouchable. And you, it's just us. I one time <laughs> waited three hours with a blank cassette tape and my boombox <laughs> waiting for my favorite song to come on the radio. <laughs> and oh when my it gosh. finally did, I screamed, ran throughout the house <laughs> as it was played. We were actually on vacation in a hotel room and I oh waited so long. I'm embarrassed to say what the song was. I want to no, hear that. I'm so leaned in at the now. song. I want to guess the artist. Let me see. What um, year was it? What year, What decade? This had to be like 97, 98 oh, maybe. Gosh. Was it a boy band? No. Was it Gloria Estefan? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the Venga Boys. We like to party. <laughs> I dropped my shit so hard to that song. The Venga we bus is like coming for me and I'm on my way. That's it. That was we it like, for me. We like the party. I do remember that album. We had the whole CD. I bought the whole album. Of course I bought the album. Well, I want to talk also to what you're doing now, just because talk about an influence on Tampa Bay. You've taken on this incredible challenge this year, mm -hmm. training for an Ironman, which I always ask you to say it because I don't feel like it, people realize how intense it really is when you just say Ironman. They think, oh, it must be a marathon or something. No, it's not. No, it's a, <laughs> no. well, I, I've done a marathon in the past and I did it for a very similar reason why I'm doing the Ironman. The Ironman is... It's about as big of a challenge you could do. It's a 2.4-mile swim. You start with that early morning swim. Then a 112-mile bike. Get those legs pumping. And start then with the swim. Start okay. with the swim. Go to the bike, 112 miles. And then you finish with a marathon 26.2-mile run. Wait, 112 miles? Yeah. On a bike that's like across the state of Florida, pretty much. That's, oh my God. Is right? that really? Is that? About. Maybe that, a little less. It's a little less, but it's it's... <laughs> It's a distance. Wow. I mean, when I first signed up, I knew I wasn't ready for it, but it's in November of 2023. Was anybody ready for that? I mean, <laughs> I think that's the well, that's, part of it. That's my whole thing is <laughs> I want to show people like my mission, my purpose in life is to show you that I don't care how big or whatever your goal is. Like it is possible. We just got to figure out how to break it down small enough where you can make a little bit of progress every day. That's what this Ironman's about. Every day, if I just keep working and I keep showing you just a little bit more of what I'm doing and you slowly see it's getting bigger and bigger, 
by November, I will be ready. Exactly and you always that. just got to keep it in the back of your head because I would just say it out loud and then I would see people's reactions like, oh, damn, uh, are yeah. you sure? And I'm like, yes, I'm sure. If there's one thing I've learned is that when you set a standard as high as it could be, like you will go to that standard. But so many of us, we just, we, we get a little scared. We do what and I do. We diminish ourselves. It's you okay. can't do that. <laughs> Sit in your chair. <laughs> You're not alone with that. You're yeah. literally, I learned lessons from watching the ones around me. I learned so many lessons from watching my mom and I love her and rest her soul. But she was somebody that was like that. She was timid and she didn't go after the things that she deserved. And that puts such a fire in my belly where I'm like, I can't do this. I have to do this almost for her and also for myself to say, I'm going to learn the biggest lesson I learned from her. It's time to go after it. I don't care how big it is. We're going to figure it out. And at the least, Hell like yeah. my thing is if I don't do it, Okay, why well, get up and I try it again? Like if November comes and let's just say I can't finish the run or I can't, and I yeah. think What's nobody's gonna be like, happens? oh pussy, you can't do the <laughs> Iron Man. Like no, I mean I'm like no, and like that's the thing. Like I'm so certain in my mind that it's gonna happen. I think that's one of the things yeah. is we gotta retrain our brain to say, wait a second, I can. But don't get intimidated by the big picture. What can I do today? And I know today, like after this, I'm going to go swim. If there's anybody I know in this world that could wake up one day and say, I'm going to do the Iron Man and follow through with it. It's you, my friend. (laughs) It's funny. I was just looking around this room because not to put you in the spotlight, Max, but you still have a trophy downstairs. (laughs) You have a trophy from high school swimming on display. What was it for? So we did. I'm still proud of this, actually, to this That's day. That's why it's on display. We will, we will show you on the way out. It was um, it was a high school swimming. We called it the Ironman Award. Oh, okay. And what it meant was in on the swim team, within one season of swimming, you had to swim every single event throughout competition. Minus Holy diving. Moly. No diving. No diving. No diving. But every, so every sprint, every stroke, every length of stroke, every long form marathon type swim, you had to swim every single event in one season. That's a crap ton. And it was a lot. But like all my friends were like trying to do it. And I was like, yeah, I think I can do that. And you had to also like bargain with the coach because they want to put you where you're good in yeah. competition. But you have to also swim other things. And ooh, ooh. <laughs> tell us. Well, tell what's us. the longest they make you swim in high school at any given event? The longest event. Oh, God. I forget what it is. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's so long that you have to have um, a friend at the other end with a little flip book on what lap you're on. Holy oh. moly. Because you'll forget because it's that long. Oh, that would be stressful <laughs> for me. Oh, oh never was that, that was long. <laughs> That was my worst because I was always like a sprinter. I any like I could do like the quick like I was just like brute force. You know, yeah. I was not a long marathon like endurance type ever. It's I, hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, you that's why I bring it up because that was the probably the portion of this you were the most untrained. On. Absolutely. I, swimming. I swam in a pool, but <sighs> I think the only time I ever did real laps was I went to a summer camp when I was like in middle school. And like that was just part of our morning. We just do some swimming. That was it. You should be fine. I was never a traditional swimmer. But no, doing it now, I didn't realize how freaking hard it is. Like, I'm swimming. I'll go, you know, I guess in terms of like 100 yards. That's like there, back, there, back. I am gassed. Like, just... (gasps) Oh, my God. What happens if I fall off a boat in the middle of the ocean? I'll never get back. Yeah, 100. Yeah, 100 is four lengths. So you have 65 more to go. 
Yeah, and I think that's. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's and gonna be a lot. You can't push off the wall. There's no. Sp- There's no wall because you're in the ocean. Open, murky, you're gonna open be water. punching octopuses and <laughs> staving off sharks. Is that the word staving? No, no. I hope I'm even- not dealing with a shark, but I might be. <laughs> um, I have yet to cross paths with you because we do go to the same gym. I know. Well, I'm going after this if you needed a quick dip. I know, and you always mention the uh, you're at the you're at the Y for the swimming. Yes. Oh my god. You're normally at Crunch. But mm-hmm. they don't have a pool. They don't have a pool. I needed the Y. And but the Y is just the people there, man. They're so God, lovely. God bless the Y. <laughs> I've seen... I'm like... I'm like one of the dudes now. Like, I never thought I'd be like a naked guy in the locker room. I'm a naked guy at the locker you room. Are, well, isn't yeah. everybody uh, yeah. people naked? because you walk in there. It's almost weird if you keep your clothes on. Honestly, you walk in. I've seen things that I've just never thought I'd see. And I was like... Oh, you turn the corner at the Y, and there is a man butt naked shaving, yeah, hair drying. Like I'm not even that much naked in my own house, and they just walk around chilling, chilling, <laughs> swinging. <laughs> I guess you just get to that age, and you're like, "Why the fuck would I care anymore? Like, why?" Oh, uh, I, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think it breeds itself because even myself, I'm like, "Well, screw it." Yeah. And I, I'll get butt naked right there. I'm like. Oh, Everybody hell yeah. else is doing it. It's cool. I am a full-on 10 at the Y. <laughs> <laughs> if I went to the Crunch and tried that out, I'd be like, mm, 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 no. where's my sarong? <laughs> yeah, I want to get naked there. There's a lot of sexy people there. I, yeah, get naked. I know. And then they all go to Publix after, and I'll be in Publix like, they're, what is it? I hate to reference TikTok sounds, but you know that one that's like, why are you up here with all that ass? There's so much ass everywhere. Every turn the corner, there's a full ass out with the, the <laughs> leggings that go straight up the butt crack now. It's trickery, though. And I'm like, this is, I, all these husbands in here now didn't want to come before. I now mean, you're all is. at Publix. No, it's something. <laughs> and all these people are missing the aquarobics class yeah, at the Y. They are. They're really missing out. I'm going to start doing those <laughs> yoga classes over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not at the Y, over at the Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's different vibes, different vibes. Well, to put a pin on that story, the best way to end it is just you're doing it for such a great cause, and that's mm. Metropolitan Ministries. Yes, yes. So it's not just for, you know, to prove to yourself, but you're doing it to help families in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I have it built up in my head. Like, I kind of want to do something annually where I just push my body or push my mind to the limit and then have a cause, like, benefit at the end of it. Because I did a marathon back in 2020, and I just threw it out there on Facebook. I was like, I want to raise money for Metropolitan Ministries. I want to feed families in the Bay for the holidays. And we're able to raise $8,000 by just me running alone, my dad, my aunt riding the bike next to me. What? Like, and it just blew my mind because I had a vision. I just went ahead and put myself out there and it happened. So this year I was like, you know what? Same thing. I want to raise the bar as high as possible, $25,000. And by November, hopefully we have that. And that equates to feeding over 1,000 people. In the area. And that to me, like when I see pictures of what Metropolitan Ministries does and I see the family sitting around the table and I volunteered with them and we got to feed people in need, like that gets me so choked up. Oh my because God. Because I think when pe- people, and I got a message from somebody earlier that was like, you know, I really appreciate you doing this because I remember when I was going through some hardship and Metropolitan Ministries was a thing that kept my family going. Like that's why. Like I always wanted to just have a way that families could just have a break and just sit around and be with each other because that's what my family had. We would have family dinner together. That's where we'd catch up and we'd have it literally on the daily. A lot of families don't get that because somebody's at work, somebody's trying to pay the bills, somebody's out doing this or that. 
to give somebody that opportunity, which I think we a lot of us just take advantage of because we, we just do. think it's always going to be there. You never know what life's going to throw. You never know. And some never. people fall on hardship. And so when you have organizations and you see that direct effect where they're feeding people around the table, I'm like, that's what I want. That's yeah. what I want. That's my direct cause. I want to get people around that table being able to enjoy each other, being able to enjoy their time. So that's the goal. $25,000. We're over 1000 now, which oh is exciting. God. And I haven't even really started really pushing it. I have some ideas in mind of how I want to get it out there, but I want to hit that number, and I want to go even more after that. Oh, you'll get it 100%. I mean, especially now. Like, this is a time. You put yourself out there on any social media platform, and you say, this is what I'm doing for this cause. People want to give to things like that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. If it's something that you... any portion of you cares about like you'll give to that yeah and we what we keep saying on the air too is like you don't have to give a hundred bucks a thousand bucks give five dollars heck yeah if everybody chips in a little bit like you can hit a cause like that so quickly and help so many people yeah i mean that's what i literally i said it on the air earlier today i was like with my followers i look at like the average of people that see my story and i was like if everybody just who saw the story just said you know what i'm gonna get scott a coffee let's say five bucks like we hit the goal we just boom snap of a finger hit the goal now we get to raise it. So that's the thing that's exciting yes. for me. And it's, people are. Like, it happens in waves where I'm like, holy crap. Like, you just came through. You just came through. You just came through. And then I'll go through a lull. And then I say it again. Someone's like, oh, yeah, I want to give. And it's mm-hmm. five bucks, ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Everybody starts doing those little pieces. And then next thing you know, like, we got a family together who's able to have dinner. And, like, that, boom, let's make it happen. Buy Scotty an espresso martini. Ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, <Let's go>. seriously. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know you'd do it if you saw him out. <laughs> exactly. Hey, do it exactly. now. Great point. When you say you want to get me a drink, instead, just donate to Metropolitan yeah. Ministries on my page. I like yeah, that a lot more. Okay, it is time. It is time. This is a very heavy topic for us. I don't know why. I don't know why I get so emotional about breakfast sandwiches, but oh I do. My gosh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Listen, there are so many variations. I know. I really built that one up there. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. No, this is this is something the, I said? This, this is, is the portion very, of the show where we debate something completely, completely ridiculously ridiculous. not shouldn't be debated. Oh, I'm excited. So, okay. Local breakfast sandwiches. And I'm going to exclude fast food for the moment. Okay. Because it's local. Do you have a favorite breakfast sandwich? Like, Yes. What's your, what's your go-to, like, absolute favorite breakfast the sandwich? The Kawa ham, egg, and cheese croissant. That was so fast. Wow. Okay. I love that breakfast sandwich. <laughs> she started tearing up. <laughs> I love it. I do. The Kawa ham, egg, and cheese croissant, and they're about to build the drive-thru on 4th Street is going to be a problem for my hips, because I love it. Oh. I saw that. I love it. Wow. Okay. Have you had it? No. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. They I don't know where they get the croissants, because a croissant I, really is could be terrible and too big and too messy, or it can be perfect. Mm. I got to think about ham. I don't... I'm not... <laughs> I... <laughs> See, you of knew the that breakfast, growing up, I was a ham girl. You, oh, you like the ham squares at the Wendy's buffet. <laughs> I called them hamsters. Hamsters. <laughs> that, that, don't eat that. <laughs> don't eat that. Sam made hamsters. <laughs> um, yeah, you were a ham girl. I just, as far as the breakfast meats are Ham's concerned. Ham's a letdown, though. Like, legit, it's so thin. Thank you. Like, that's why you get the sausage patty, because oh. it's a little bit of thickness. Sausage all day. I'm a sausage. Uh, Things like this little thin-ass thing. You don't even taste it in the sandwich. Sometimes I burp the sausage for quite a bit. That's kind of delightful. (laughs) You don't want that flavor coming back up? I like that. 
I mean, I love a croissant sandwich. I don't know. I just, it's something about ham. Like, I guess, you know, if I'm, I don't know, at some little farm stand somewhere and they're like, here's our ham and eggs, I'll, I'll mm, eat it. But I'm overpriced. just like, I never choose ham as an option for breakfast. Personally, me. It's weak. I don't know. Whatever. I stand by my ham. Sam ham. <laughs> Sam ham. Ham Sam. Ham, Sam I am ham. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our Dr. Seuss poem. <laughs> Um, I think my favorite breakfast sandwich, if I had to pick one, is probably, um, Uptown Eats. Have you been there? (gasps) Where's Uptown Eats? Where's that? That is on 9th Street. 9th Street and like mm, 9th-ish Avenue. trying to think of a landmark. Do you you know know where Nova Nova? is? Yes, yes, yes. It's right in the same block. It's a block away from Nova. Oh. That is the one I teased this last week. It got just ranked in the top 25 best rated in the country sandwich Wait. places on Yelp. Sorry. I that, don't remember the exact title. Upto- that Uptown same Eats. I don't know if it was just a sandwich, but Uptown Eats in general, they got named like top 25 on Yelp. Were you in searching the this? Country. You it was a headline. That's a- impressive. In the country? In the country. Oh gosh. Yes. I feel like, I feel seen, honestly. <laughs> I feel seen. <laughs> You should. You feel validated. Well, I always thought it was kind of like this tucked away place that I kind of secretly would just go and sit and have my sandwich. And I'm usually alone because it's like a, a, when I go to that block, mm-hmm. I need to take out like three hours of my day because really? I have to go to Neat, 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 the little store next. What's next. Neat, Neat, Neat? Oh my God. It's neat. How it's much so neat. Do we have? <laughs> so there's this little like gifty tchotchke shop. Love tchotchkes. Right? Like completely unnecessary things. Like candles, cards. Oh, I'd be knick- poor. It's a knickknack shop. Oh my God. But there's this old gay that works there. Mm. And every time I see him, I'm like, hey, queen. He's like, oh, hey. And I am <laughs> I in it. for at least an hour. And we just sit there <laughs> and bullshit. And then I'm like, I guess I'll buy a sticker because I've been here for so long. <laughs> Wasting your time. It's probably his time. business model. Uh, we have the best time. I just, I love going there. And then I go to Uptown Eats and I get the breakfast sandwich, which, okay, yeah, back to that. Describe, describe. The perfectly fresh brioche, like a, like buttery oh, brioche that you've squishy. ever had. Mm. Grease, a little greasy on top. And then it's egg glazed bacon, like a, oh. like a pepper mm. glazed like bacon or something. And then cheese and some sort of mapley mayo sauce. It's I like don't know what sauce. it is. <gasps> Oh, it's, oh, I almost lost my headphones. Leaning <laughs> sauce back. makes the difference. Lord though. almost took if me. If you don't put sauce on, it's just a dry ass egg. There's something, it, and it's one of those eggs. They cook the egg. It's not exactly scrambled. It's not exactly fried. The yolk mm. is not dripping out of the sandwich, but, but it's, it's also there. not It's like a hard. gooey egg. Oh, a gooey damn. egg. Oh, I can't believe that was the Yelp place. Yes. How did I not hear this? I'll send you the article. <gasps> <laughs> send you my research. I'll Here I am. You. I'm like, here's my little hidden gem. And apparently the entire internet knows oh. about this sandwich. <laughs> um, I think that's my favorite. I don't know. Bandit on Central is a close Bandit second. Bandit is delicious. Bandit. Both the burrito and the brioche sandwich. The brioche sandwich. And they do a vegan Sausage and cheese. That's oh, haven't had actually. That. I dig that. Really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another spot. Not to get too crazy, but Pete's Bagels. 
I love oh, Pete's yum, bagels. Yum, 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 I like the mm, way they mm. really butter the bagel. Like when I get those bagels, yeah. they are like dripping with butter, and that is my favorite. Is that food. not too much butter? <laughs> no, I love Girl, butter. I don't worry about too much butter. <laughs> I do. Well, some of us aren't trained for an Ironman. <laughs> some of us are keeping warm for winter. <laughs> As we enter spring. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Do you have one though? I do. Bagels Plus over on Fletcher, right by USF in Tampa. You will never have bagels a better plus. bagel sandwich versus oh, Bagels Plus. I don't think I've been there. The That's owner good. does this thing where he acts like he throws a cup of coffee on you. It's hilarious. I hope he's still alive. What? Him and I used to vibe when I was going to school over there. But their sandwiches are so good, you could get legit any toppings. But like the <laughs> sausage, egg, and cheese. You could almost a lawsuit. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but he like tricks you. And then you yell and you're like, ah. And he's like, ha ah, idiot. And I'm like, ah. But the sandwiches are so good. And oh. I, if you go to USF and you go out one night and you go get a Bagels Plus in the morning, like literally mm. your hangover gone. Like Is everything makes sense. Is it a fried egg? It is a, yes, a fried egg. Okay. A nice, that like, makes a melted piece of cheese on there. And then whatever you want. Like, you can have stupid ham or bacon or sausage. <laughs> well, I will die on the ham. On an I guess. everything bagel. Like, oh my Ooh. gosh. I haven't had one in so long because it's still a little far from Ooh, me. I gotta now. try that. It mm -hmm. is so good. Highly recommend Bagels Plus in Tampa. We need more Tampa representation on this show. We do. We are a little niche over here. We always like to talk about where you've been, highlight somewhere around town that you just want to brag about, send people to. Uh, I'll start with, um, I know, Max, you're probably not going to ever go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so what, curious oh now. God. What the farm? Oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Come on, Max. No, Let's go I get mean, some country down. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your vibe, I imagine. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You go there a lot now, Sam. But I, I will know. say you're there like every week. We're big fans. I like country music. I do. You do. And they always have live music. Oh. Like every time we go, it's a live music guy. Does and it get it's too just... loud? Like, because I get a thing when it gets too loud. Okay. How do you talk to friends if it's too loud? Okay, Grams. <laughs> I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> No, tell me more. Tell me more. That's why you go to dinner before, get all your chatting out. Okay. And then you go to what the farm. Get your chatting out. <laughs> I just like the live music because there's not a lot of places you can always, sometimes Ruby's Elixir, but you walk in there and they're always doing like covers of songs, you know, which I love. Okay. It's not like, Hey, I got an original is it for just, you. Is it just country songs? Yeah. It's country bar, Max. I mean, are they, would they do like a country version of like a Gaga song? No. <laughs> okay, maybe not your vibe. For the right $20 bill tip. Can I walk in wearing Beyonce's disco ball cowboy hat? Like, is, <laughs> is that a vibe? I think they would be open to it. You know, but I, you know, I just Maybe. wanted to throw it out there. <laughs> it's cool because it used to be McDitton's, which as much as I spent a lot of time in McDitton's over the years, it was getting a little tired in there. It is Ooh. a good change up for sure. And everybody okay. seems to love it. Yeah. I'd love to give it a chance. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Max, where you been? So just, okay. Just uh, the other night, I actually went out to a dinner. So I <laughs> low key won like a cocktail <laughs> competition. <laughs> Did you? It was okay. So one of my dear friends and industry friend is the brand ambassador for Jack Daniels. Um, Holy crap. And uh, the winners, I think it was, I don't know, it was like 
eight or nine of us. Are they were they all local people? Yeah, and, I mean the Bay Area. So like as far as Sarasota to Lakeland and North County, you know that mm. kind of thing. Um, and so they put out, and you had to make a drink that either had no alcohol or the only alcohol you could use was Jack Daniel's bitters, just as like a garnish or a gotcha. small ingredient. Yeah. And um, I was one of the eight people who got to do this um and the prize you get to go to the distillery in may which i'm very excited about that is so cool where's the distillery in tennessee oh my gosh how fun it does say that that on the bottle (laughs) it does say that there's a whole song about it (laughs) (laughs) um but they bring everybody to the distillery and you get to sleep on property in an airstream all to yourself oh my do you get to bring a plus one i'll be no oh so it's just us. Like, <laughs> not that I wanted to be. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not hurt. No, it's fine. Um, so anyway, we had a we had a kind of a celebratory dinner the other night at uh, Punt in Tampa. <gasps> oh, so there, I've heard about it. It's like his new concept. It's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, and it's the company that has like Okanola in um, Armature Works, oh, and they have and mm-hmm. this is like new American, but. Honey, I was not ready. I mean, <laughs> thankfully, I, you know, dressed the part as I always do. <laughs> but I walked in and I was like, are they filming my like Real Housewives intro right now? Like <laughs> I walked in that door and they showed me to the private dining room oh and it was gosh. all set up for oh, us. Oh, that is so <gasps> cool. Four course dinner. The food was incredible. They had a Caesar salad that came on the plate in a large glass tube. And they layered the salad in the glass tube with the dressing on top. And then at the table, they lifted the tube Shut up. up. And then the Stop. salad like tumbled in onto the plate. It oh was my beautiful. <laughs> Did they have a, a mushroom soup thing? Somebody told they me they're famous soup. for their mushroom soup. I had the mushroom soup. Jealous. And I love mushrooms. What are we talking? You would die. Price. Right? Like, I know you didn't pay. <laughs> I but did like, not. <laughs> let me just, I want to get an idea because this sounds very fancy. It must be, but I honestly don't know because we were, it was like, it was a private dinner. Mm. We had our own selection. So I didn't even see a real menu. Damn. When you layer salad, like, you know, it's price. A layered salad in a glass tube. somebody has to tube, assist you with your salad. When they pour your soup next to you. Damn. And just the size of my steak alone. Oh, oh my. I had geez. the ribeye and you get your choice of sauces and butters. Oh. Girl. I need to start saving. That sounds great. It that was is, So I want to go while, back. Yeah. Once in a while, a splurge on a nice dinner is just the best. Like, I would rather that than a gift. Like, let's go to dinner. Yeah. Mm. That's our, that, like, yeah. we, we, my husband and I always spoil ourselves on either a, a big dinner out or, like, a concert. We don't mm. really buy a lot of, like, gift gifts. I like yeah. that. Experiences. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Where you been, Scotty? Anywhere exciting? I went to Urban Flow, Urban which Urban Flow. Flow is the new spot. It's over on Tyrone and St. Pete. It's by like the Best Buy and Tyrone Mall. Oh. It is a non-alcoholic shop. So like, you know, you have like a like a liquor store. Yeah. It's a non-alcoholic liquor store. <gasps> so you get drinks that are non-alcoholic. But and they then, still do something to you. Well, they have two halves of the store. The first half is just, oh. it's like liquors and wines and beers that don't have any alcohol. Then they have the other half of the store, which is like, Items that, like, you drink, it has some THC in it. It could get you high. They have <sighs> items that have, like, some mushrooms in it that, like, could mellow you out or get you a little more, like, energetic. I oh. was, like, in Disney over there. It was fantastic because I don't normally drink a ton. I'm a very lightweight, and honestly, like, I don't like where my brain goes if I have too many drinks. So yeah. these drinks, like, you know, one, if, like, maybe I have one with, like, a little THC, like, it just mellows me out. I'm very mm-hmm. high energy. And then, like, I had, like, a little mushroom drink, and it just had me... 
vibing. <laughs> wow. Just vibing. Like, not like tripping. But vibing. Vibing. it is the coolest just, spot, though. I'm learning so much more over there. You. Next episode, we will be. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay money. to. I would go get the drinks for y'all. Y'all go ahead and drink them. And you can do the podcast. Like, that would be amazing. The mushroom ones intimidate me. Mushrooms intimidate it's, me. The yeah. whole like off like I think it's something concept I've never done and I'm scared yeah. of it. Dig more into the idea of it because it's coming more like and again I act like I've never done mushrooms. I just had this little drink that probably has a little bit of root in it. It's not like you trip. But what I did uh-huh. notice I was like, you know, I had a little more energy. I was a little more focused on my work. I was like, hmm, there's something there. I haven't done much. I had like six different drinks. That's it, but I am going back. I love it. Okay, one more thing before we go. I promise this is not going to become like an Oreo stand podcast, by the way. <laughs> but the last time you were here, we were talking about the most Oreo. The most Oreo Oreo, Oreo like is the, the new one. Yeah. I've procured a box of these. <laughs> oh, no. So to, to catch you up, the most Oreo Oreos, apparently it's like a massive stuffed Oreo, but they've taken the cream and mashed up other Oreos inside of it. Oh. You had your hesitations because you normally like the fun flavors like snickerdoodle. Well, I like Ew. the weird flavors. And this, I, I just have a feeling, I don't know, the, the ratios are going to be off on this one for me. I think I'm going to love it because I love First, cookies The and picture cream. of the Oreo on the front is way too stuffed. <laughs> That's too much cream. I've never thought that was going to be. It is aggressive. I have not opened it yet because I wanted to try it with you. Okay. Well, this will be a great way to end the show on a a stuffed note. 20 minutes to open. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Let me see it. No, I'm not. Pull it out. I'm not. Pull it out. Oreo is so angry. Ladies and gentlemen. (gasps) Oh, my God. Look at how much cream. There's literally like four Oreos in here because Uh they are so thickly stuffed. Let me see this Oh it my looks god. Like they, no. Some poor man had the job of of separating a bunch of Oreos and mashing them up on the side. No, it's like so an huge. ice cream cookie it looks like it's that you big. Take this See, this is, I love Oreos. <laughs> this is right up. Too much mm. cream. This is too much cream. It's too much cream. This is too much. I can't I haven't even eaten it yet. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. Of course you it's do. too much cream cuz it's almost like mm. you don't get enough cookie. I like the way it feels busting out the sides. Oh god. No. no. <laughs> No. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and finish it. No, I like the traditional, give me the normal amount of cream, normal flavor, natural greatest. It's, 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 it's too sweet. Max is wincing. You look in pain. And like, I like sweet things. This is just giving, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't. You can feel the cream squeeze out. It's like a thick layer of cream. cream. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll be filled with cream when you eat this. I- <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Sometimes that's a um, good thing. So I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Six out of ten. Yeah, maybe five. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll take that. Oh, I need a glass of water now. <laughs> well, I think that will wrap us up for this week. Uh, Huge thank you, Scotty. You are so busy. 
you're doing the training, you're doing the show. I feel like you're doing all the things. So thank you for coming over and hanging out with us. Yeah, this is our first time having a guest, and I a, really appreciate yes. you being. Watch this be the episode y'all don't post. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's fine. No, absolutely honored, excited to see where this goes. I love the concept. I love what you guys do, and already it sounds great. So, oh my gosh, thank yay, you so much. I can't wait to actually see other people on this thing because they're going to be much better than me. So oh, stop no. it. Well, anyways, this has been great. All right. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye.